Blog Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Keep It Magic Radio. We're having some technical difficulties, but I think we're here, and we are on, and we are live. So good afternoon, everybody. And we're sponsored by Coventry Creations, and we're going to start a lovely song for you. Brother, brother, there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some love here today. Father, father, we don't need to escalate. For only love can conquer hate. You know we've got to find a way to bring some love and kiss here today. Pick it light and pick it fast. Don't punish me with brutality. Talk to me so you can see. Can't see what's going on. Yeah, what's going on? 
everybody, and welcome to Keep It Magic. My name is Jackie Smith, and I'm here today with my co-host, Storm Sestivani, and we have a lovely, healing, exciting, warm, game-changing show for you today. Pick up the phone and give us a call. The number is 760-539-3235. And make sure to check out our sponsor, CoventryCreations.com. If you have a problem in your life, whatever it is, love, romance, money, friends, we have a candle for that. Way before there was ever an app for that, there was a Coventry candle for that. To reach Storm off the air, you can go to PsychicFriendsNow.com or like his fan page on Facebook at Facebook.com slash AstroGossip. To reach me off the air, you can find me at CoventryCreations.com and please feel free to book a reading for me. And you can go to uh, my fan page on Facebook under Coventry Magic or you can find me under Jackie Smith and uh, friend me. I would love to hear from you. Also check out our website for the show. It's keepitmagic.com, and you can find our show on Facebook, too, is keepinitmagic.com, without a G. And uh, we are here to have fun today. We had an interesting start to our day, didn't we, Storm? Oh, always interesting. <laughs> and this show is going to be, a, you know, a, it touches me a little bit closer, because this show, you, my friend, are interviewing my dear sister, yes. a Wonder Twin business partner, Patty Shaw. Yes, it's going to be amazing. I love Patty. Oh, me too. Kind of a fan. <laughs> We're kind of fans of Patty. You know, we don't know why, but we are. <laughs> oh, I, I, she's one of my favorite people in the world. So I'm going to let you do the interview, because I would be too too gushy. I think. Yeah, and I'll ask the hard questions. <laughs> I'm really excited because she's relaunching her book. Uh, you know what? Actually, no. This is not a relaunch. This is the actual launch. This is a great launch of her book on the 5th of January, and there's going to be lots of free gifts, and she'll tell you all about it. And um, I'm excited. And you know, This book has that Coventry smell. <laughs> Anything that comes out of our offices has a Coventry smell and. Thank the Lord, it's a good smell. Yeah. <laughs> My office smells like a satellite store. <laughs> you know, I, I, no matter where I go, people can smell me coming. <laughs> so what have you been up to this past week? What's it been like for you? This, you we, New Year's? Yeah. Happy New Year's? Um, well, basically, you know, what I have done is I, you know, sat down and did a lot of uh, reflective work in regards to 2012, and um, I'm, of course, going to be doing a lot of uh, self-improvement work uh, throughout this coming year, and also I've been focusing on um, enhancing my writing techniques, because I don't think I'm a great writer. I pause. There's a pregnant pause if you didn't know that, going, what? <laughs> what? Um, I find that you're a really good writer and a really clear writer. What is it that you think is inadequate in your writing? I'm curious because, of course, I I think I suck too. So well, well, it, it's basically more uh, from, from the particular, uh, you know, where I'm weak is in regards to you know like commas and semicolons and <laughs> you know uh, all of that crazy stuff. Yeah, um, editors are. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to be an editor to, you know, edit a blog article. Um, uh, you know, so it's just kind of going in and, and strengthening up some of my um, writing skills to make it a little bit more, um, uh, 
firm is probably the better word. I have to say, um, I my most improvement in my grammar came the year I homeschooled my daughter, and I actually had to teach a little of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you want to learn grammar, teach it. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, then there's the, uh, Ellen tells us that there's the Chicago Manual of Style, but you have it already, don't you? Yeah. Does it make any sense to you? Um, yeah, I'm the, it's a really small, um, uh, or I got the Chicago Manual of Style, and I've also got the Stinker in somebody else's book. Um, uh, Stinker and Skanker, I, I don't have it in front of me, so. <laughs> um, uh, but it's, it's called The Elements of Style, um, that okay. I have as well. Um, they're really, really good, but, you know, what I want, what I really wanted, um, Jackie, was more working with other writers, so I joined kind of like a writer's forum, um, and uh, it's to work with, you know, other writers in regards to, uh, you know, coming up with ideas, better sentence structure, things of that particular nature, and I thought that, you know, um, uh, doing that would be more fun and more uh, informative and things of that nature. I may even take, uh, you know, in advance writing course, I don't know. Well, but I want to take a Photoshop course, too, and I want to take, you know, I, and you know me, I'm always studying. I mean, I'm, I have a whole stack of books over here that I, I need to I was going to say, study. aren't you in school right yes. now? Yes. <laughs> and you want to add more classes? <laughs> Do you sleep? No. <laughs> <laughs> I love to sleep. This is why I don't get as much done as you. <laughs> I, I prefer my eight to nine hours a day. It's important to me. If I if I slept eight or nine hours a day, I think I would feel like a sloth. Oh, I just feel like a human. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I um I've been doing a lot of writing myself, and I've been very um very as you know I've been very inspired to do some fiction. Yeah. I guess it would be fiction, inspirational fiction that I'm working on and and um I just had a couple of ideas that popped out and I shared them with a few of my friends and and I think I'm onto something since I made everybody cry. But um I'm not telling you what it is. Nobody gets to know what it is until until I've got, I know what it is. Until I've got a contract in hand. That's the Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> and um but then Patty and I've been talking about um know what we want to do we we um we really want to do an akashic record book together and i wouldn't want to do it without her and i'm first of all i think she's a really good writer and um and she's much better at grammar than i uh-huh. um but um because we really explored the akashic records together um really fed off each other one opened the door for the other on, on different things i really i wouldn't want to do that without her yeah so hopefully we can we can get just some intro stuff doing that. And speaking of Patty, are we ready to bring her on? Yes. All right. Well, here, let me hit the button. And welcome, Patty Shaw. Well, thank you very much. Oh, oh I'm bowing. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I didn't know we had that. Yes, it says crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That was great. <laughs> Everyone loves to be applauded. I, I, yeah, that's I the seven that people group. that we pay to applaud for our show. <laughs> <laughs> In a good echo chamber, apparently. Yes. <laughs> oh. well, and well, thanks well. for that great intro song. I love Marvin Gaye, and that's uh, a really, really beautiful song that he did. 
I thought that was very appropriate with our weird disconnect in getting the show started. What the hell is going on here? Oh, is that why we got the extended play? Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why you got the extended play because uh, <laughs> Jackie, that's it, that's probably a metalogue because um, uh, you chose that to be the song in the beginning, and then we're like going crazy trying to get back into the system, you know. So what's going so on? It's a little predictive or manifesting. Yeah. I don't know. One or one the, or the other. other. The wild magic. <laughs> it was perfect. Thank you. I'll pause because we don't want to talk over each other. So I'm going to hand the show over to Storm and Patty since three people tend to talk over each other. And Storm is going to do um, this interview of Patty Shaw, who is an author, healer, teacher, Akashic Record reader, amazing psychic, and candle goddess of Coventry Creations. That's right. She's a candle goddess of Coventry, a candle goddess. There's like a lot of goddesses over there at Coventry Creations, and I love them all. Um, Patty, uh, first of all, I want to say, you know, I've read um, Healer's Almanac, of course, and it's an incredible book. I recommend anybody that wants to do uh, a reflective type of healing or transformative healing, this is definitely a great book for people to to use in regards to going through their own uh, particular process, and I know that it has uh, helped me uh, go through through my own as well. And one of the the other things that I want to say before I get into the actual interview with you, Patty, is that I have experienced a healing with Patty, and um, it's probably one of the most profound uh, healing uh, sessions that I've had um, that went very very deep uh, and. Uh, I just want to thank you for doing such a wonderful job with me, Patty, um, here on the air. And people should go and book <laughs> well, it with you. Well, it was my pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, trusting me and inviting me into uh, that most personal and vulnerable place in your life. It's it's always an honor to work with someone who who um, shows that because when we get vulnerable, we can actually get some healing done, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And one of the things that um, I really appreciated about it, and I I talked to Jackie about this as well, and I talked to you about it yesterday, is one of the ways about your particular technique of healing is it wouldn't allow me to basically go and escape into my intellect, which is where I will usually go when I'm trying to figure things out or shut things off or, you know, I'll just go straight to my brain. Um, mm-hmm. And the way that you do particular healing kind of prevented that from happening because it was so fluid. Right, and it, it keeps you off guard. You can't go to your, your safe place or your canned answers or you can't think your way out of it. So, yeah, working working in the Akashic Records is fluid. It's full of metaphors, and um, you have to um, be in the place of your feelings because that's where we um, have our traumas. Our, rem- our remembrances of what happened. It's not in our thoughts. It's in our feelings. Yeah, and it was it was just an an alchemical transformative experience. I recommend everybody go to Coventry Creations and get an order of healing from you because it was just like I said, very profound. Um, when did you, Patty, get involved in all this uh, alternative healing, Akashic records? Uh, uh, area. Um, how did this process begin for you? Well, it began um, after my divorce. Um, it, a lot of times we, we go uh, on a wild hair or go out in left field after something really significant happens to us. For me, it was um, the ending of my marriage and becoming a single parent suddenly. 
and um, and I met this young woman uh, at this company I was working for, and, and she was telling me all about karma. And I was like, what are you talking about? So she explained it to me, and I read uh, some books. I started out reading Edgar Cayce's work. And um, it, I just it just caught me on fire. I, I loved it. And this was a really different way for me to look at life and think about things. And it made a lot of sense to me, even though I was a newbie, and just getting into um, learning what the difference was between religion and spirituality. And so um, that's when I got started. It was in the early, early 90s, probably even 1990. I uh, had a couple of youngsters and I was taken care of, and um, I, I just wanted to um, find out more about what this was about. So that led to um, going through the Phenomenos, which is our local spiritual magazine. And so I found... Uh, uh, a local school, local um, coursework for healer development, and I had no idea what that meant, but it sounded cool. So yeah. I I, went, I signed up for the course, and I went through the entire program and got um, certified uh, through that course and then went on to affiliate myself with the Universal Church of the Masters, which I'm still associated with. I'm still a minister with them. But, oh, my goodness, it, I, I totally changed. I, I became a, a different person. I looked at life differently, and... I learned about chakras and auras and um, past lives and inner children and all kinds of things. Um, I, it just it just blew me away, and I couldn't get enough. Now, was this at the same time that Coventry was starting? It was. It was. In fact, um, I'd gone through part of the course, and I uh, talked to Jackie a little bit about it, and we found out that we were kind of on the same page, coming from different directions, but totally getting uh-huh. into a spirituality and leaving the religion. We're raised Catholic. Uh-huh. And um, that we, then we started to connect with each other and share ideas and um, experiences. And Jackie really was very instrumental in teaching me about and showing me that um, God expresses itself in many, many different ways, as many faces. And I really didn't understand that what that meant. They don't really go into it in the Catholic Church that much. So... Um, that that was really exciting to me too, and and um, she started to just kind of pave the way for me to be comfortable with um, uh, the many faces of God and Goddess. I had I had never even considered that um, God had a feminine side, the Goddess, and uh-huh. uh, that that was a ton of fun too. And and I was scared, and I was like, I don't know about this, and uh, feeling disloyal, but I wasn't sure who I was being disloyal to. <laughs> so. <laughs> It was it, it was great, and uh, you know we really bonded over that, and became close. And uh, of course, then we had to work together, right? We had to we had to make candles together <laughs> because it, it, the candles really represented um, what we were exploring, what we were learning, and what felt like truth to us. So it was very natural for us to just keep going forward, whether we were making candles or learning the Akashic records together. We just we were just um, together. She calls us wonder twins, but I don't know. Um, we're wonderful, but we're not twins. So, <laughs> we, but we do so, we do work together very closely and very well, very well together. This this is a great question, and I didn't think that it's. I, I don't. I've listened to a lot of interviews with Jackie. I've interviewed Jackie a lot, um, uh, and I've never heard this question ever asked because you, you know. Um, uh, you know, I think that people just, you know, consider, you know, that 
Jackie wants to create a candle. She thinks on crossing candle, and these are the ingredients that go into it. When the two of you go to create a line, okay, like Blessed Herbal or Motor City Hoodoo or um, the Goddess Candle line, or, or I think it's the World Magic Candle line now, but um, uh, or any of the candles, um, how do the two of you approach it with very, very different systems? Um. <laughs> I I go I go into the um I go into the the ethers she calls it the I go up high and she goes real practical mm-hmm. into the earth magic so we kind of have both bases covered and we meet in the middle so Jackie's very comfortable with um tapping into the earth resources for creating magic and bringing that magic together and I am really comfortable tapping into the intention and um, the spiritual nature of our soul and um, angels and and um, all those flighty things that she doesn't you know really think we need sometimes. So mm-hmm. I I have brought into um, the recipe or into the the creation of the products my side of it, which is very ethereal and it works really well with the magic and the spirit um, of the oils and the, the herbs and the color uh-huh. and the aromatherapy. So together we we've, 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 we're polarized. We have and we bring it both together very very um, perfectly and beautifully. So do you all sit down like with uh, a bunch of ideas for like um, herbs and oils and um, uh, scents and colors that you want to create, and then the two of you just kind of combine um, your methods together? Is that basically what happens? Sometimes um, Jackie works um, solo on the project, and uh, she'll bring the the almost complete project to me and say, "What do you think?" And I'll um, uh-huh. I'll go in and tweak, or I'll, I'll add something to it, or I'll say it's perfect just the way it is. And um, uh-huh. if it's an area that she's really gifted in and, and really is connected to, she'll take the writing and run with it, and um, uh-huh. I'll just I'll just um, check the spelling and the grammar. <laughs> Um, there are other times. <laughs> there are other times when something is really, really flows out of me, and it, it, it comes through me. Like I channel this idea or whatever, and um, mm-hmm. and then she'll mirror back for me, saying, "Well, you know, what about this?" Or you, you know, your message is great, but it's a little too out there. So let's bring it down, so people can understand what you're trying to guide them to do. So she works with, you know, it's interesting. She works in grounding me. Um, and grounding my work into the earth and and so uh we can um you know team up together really well um i learned um i learned about plants and the earth through landscape design and landscape architecture so um i'm i'm really in tune with uh, mother nature and with plants and everything but it, it was from you know working with um environmentally and so working with jackie i learned about the spiritual nature of plants and since I already had an affinity for plants, um, it was really easy for me to get into it and and feel the energy of the plants and know that um, the ingredients are really going to work because they just hum. They're a symphony. They they work really well together. And um, Jackie um, introduced that uh, part of the plant world to me. And so um, sometimes she'll say, I want you to take this line and develop these recipes because I know you can do it. And uh, she'll check my work, and sometimes she'll bring her recipes to me and says, "What do you think? What do you feel? What does what does this um, inspire you uh-huh. to do or be or think?" So, again, 
totally bouncing off each other during the entire process. Yeah, that's a great a great process. I have one question for, for you before Jackie takes us to a break in a in a second. What does the word healing mean to you? For me, healing means um, getting back to your truth, um, getting back to um, what uh, what you or what you and your creator intended for you to be from the onset. And so, as we go through life and things happen to us, and we we get new beliefs, we get uh, new ideas about ourselves. If if they have taken us off the path of our, our true intention or our original, you know, model of what who we are. Um, healing uh, then can undo all of that and take us back, so um, we can then live our, our highest potential, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's a uh, uh, one of the probably one of the uh most profound things about healing and probably one of the most least understood um uh which I have a bazillion more questions for you about when we get <laughs> on the other side of the break. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll have to take a break right now. We're we're at a perfect point for that and we're going to come back with Storm's going to ask Patty a lot more questions about healing and and the healer's almanac and how it all comes together. So, check out our sponsor, Coventry Creations dot com and we'll be right back do not touch that dial You'd be reminded that for me 
Welcome back to Keep It Magic. I'm Jackie Smith, and I'm here with my co-host, Storm Sestabani, and our special guest, which is one of my favorite people in the universe, Patty Shaw. And we um, have lots of information for you about the Healer's Almanac and Patty Shaw as, as a healer and healing with Patty Shaw. So give us a call if you have a number for Patty. If you have a question for Patty, I mean. The number is 760-539-3235, and we're all back. We're all back. We're all back. And by the way, if you all want to, if you have a direct question um, for Patty, one of the things that you can do is message Keep It Magic co-host um, uh, in the chat room, and or message Keep It Magic co-host yeah, in the chat room, and tell Jackie that you're on um, the air, um, or, or that you're on the line. Um, and you want to talk to Patty about something. Patty, one of the things that I want to ask now is what do you think is the largest factor that um, attracts people to alternative healing? Well, actually, I think it's um, it's two things. One is that, that um, there's a lot of people that really understand that um, we're energy. We, we may um, feel, uh, you know, the density of, of our um, material body, but we they understand that it is energy and that energy affects us and that energy can both um, work uh, for us or against us, you know, help us grow or help us decline. And um, they get that. So they go into alternative healing because they know that they'll be working with people who have studied this and made this their expertise, and they can come in and, and be helped with um, 
undoing blocks that um, keep energy, our life force, from flowing through us um, uninhibited because it's those blocks and those tangles which um, mm-hmm. cause um, ourselves to be uh, without love, without um, the energy, and it, it causes disease or illness. Um, the other group of people that go into alternative healing are those that have been um, very sick or very ill and have not been helped by um, traditional medicine. Uh, and um, they're looking for something else, and they they believe that they could heal they or they desperately need to heal, so they're doing that um, pasta principle, let's just try everything and anything. And along the way, they, they learn a lot more about um, the reality of, of life, of healing, of themselves, of the universe. And so um, both groups come into alternative healing um, from different directions, but the results are the same. They get to understand, they learn um, what the truth is about how how we work. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I I think knowing, you know, being in the uh, the astrology field and also, you know, being an intuitive is that a lot of people that come to intuitives and uh, come to astrologers, and I'm sure that this is the case also with alternative healing, is that oftentimes traditional either therapy or traditional um, medicine in some way uh, has deeply failed them. And I also think that there is, especially when you're talking about uh, you know, being more of, uh, you know, more of, rather than the physical body healing, more the mental body healing, Kelly. Um, I think that there is a stigma still alive today uh, that's, you know, still kicking and still churning. That if you go to a psychotherapist or you go to a psychiatrist or you go to somebody, um, that people are going to stigmatize you, uh, you know, as being either too weak or that you can't handle life or that they look at things in this particular capacity. And I, I'm finding that a lot of people are attracted to us that have a lot of uh, things that need to be healed, but they're afraid to let those secrets out because of the social stigma that it may um, that it may cause. Right. A, a lot of the stigma also comes from um, that around fear that it won't work and you've invested your time and money in, into this and it won't work. And then the other part is that um, it may work, and um, they may actually heal, and they may they may learn some things about themselves that they didn't think that they could face. Um, so it's a <laughs> it's a fear of failure and a fear of uh, success kind of double bind that we can get into with that stigma. And I um, I I know that um, going into coming in to see someone who works alternatively. Um, you know, you can have your your doubts and your, your trepidations, but I, I tell you, um, people that come and, and uh, have a session with me or any healer, whether it's a chiropractor or uh, Ayurvedic or any kind of, you know, vibrational medicine, like through homeopathy, they, they, um, they get a, a result right away. I'm not talking about cure or anything, but they feel differently. They feel... Um, uh-huh moved or changed forever and where they know they're not going to backpedal, they're not going to lose the gift of the healing they got in the moment. And we heal however fa- fast we are able to, And but the healing that happens is permanent and it's, it's long-lasting and it, it will domino into the future. Every time you, you heal, whether it's a lot or a little, you have changed your future for the better. 
So um, it, it really, if someone has any doubt, all they have to do is experience some alternative healing, and, and their, their, their doors come wide open, and they want more and more and more. And that was my personal experience, too. I, uh-huh. I, I experienced some alternative healing, some simple things at first, and I could, you could never go back. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't turn around and say this is hooey because it was, the truth was is that it, it's real, and it is the real way to heal. I'm not saying that traditional medicine has nothing to offer. It does. Yeah. And I truly believe that the marry the two systems is the way to go forward. There is something that, that we can glean from and use from traditional medicines through the support of um, uh, medicines that are prescribed and also through, through corrective surgeries that are necessary for us, for our situation. But never turn your back on what else is there because traditional medicine can is great in diagnostics, is great as making corrections, but for true cure and healing, we must allow our bodies to heal. And alternative medicine shows me that there is there is modalities out there that understand that and will set it up for you to release the blocks and give your body permission to go back in healing mode because your body heals itself. Nobody heals your body. It's got intelligence. It knows what to do. It's a, it's a computer beyond the, greater, the greatest supercomputers we could ever conceive of, and it knows what to do. It just needs to have some, some of the decks cleared. Some of the sludge has to be scraped off <laughs> so it could do its yeah. work. You know, I, I know in my in in my own uh, personal process, you know, uh, a lot of people know now that I started seeing uh, a psychotherapist in April for uh, uh, past traumas uh, that I've experienced. And one of the things for me, Patty, that where it was extremely difficult is, is number one, not only the stigma um, of going to, you know, because if you, you know, in your social circle and things of that particular nature or friends or things of that nature, if you say you're going to a therapist, their next question is, well, why are you doing that? Mm. And one of the things, yeah, yeah, you know, what is wrong with you and things of that nature? And uh, due to, you you know, uh, I'll just be blunt, you know, at this particular point, uh, I suffered from um, sexual abuse for 10 years of my life from 8 until 18. And, uh, you know, during that particular process, when you're being abused sexually, you're told you can't tell anybody First of all, they're not going to believe you. Second of all, if you do tell somebody, bad things are going to happen to you, um, and nobody is going to be able to und- nobody is going to understand, and all of these other things. And then to also identify as gay, you know, being sexually abused and then identify as gay. There's always been a you know a side, uh, uh, Patty, that you know, and I'm sure that it, it has been both the reactions outside of me and also reactions inside of me that are saying, "Oh my God, you know, if uh, you know, you know, does this make somebody a somebody that is going to sexually abuse is, or people will look at you and say, oh, you know, you're a nice guy and everything, but you're going to stay away from my children. There's just such a social stigma on it that I spend an enormous amount of my life covering up. Um, that abuse period because, you know, it, I just did not want people to respond to me in that particular way because deep down inside you feel very, very damaged and you attempt to hide that from people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
And um, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. The, the brainwashing that um, comes along with the abuse um, does become internalized by the victim, and they do believe it. And it's interesting that we want to call it a, a societal um, stigma, but um, when, you know, referring back to that word energy, that energy has been um, impregnated into you and manifested in you. So when um, when you start talking about your vulnerable experience, where you were totally stripped down, uh, you know, not even a human being anymore, um, and you start talking about it, people feel that vibe. They feel your shame, and they feel uh-huh. the trauma, and it starts to push their buttons, and they don't know what to do with it. And this is all on the unconscious level, and it's the exchange of energy. So when we talk about um, nobody understood what it was like or they start to judge me based on my experiences, it's all you know, flying under the radar. They don't understand why they don't trust you. Uh-huh. They don't understand why they fear you. The, but it's, it's the, energy that, the energy that they feel of your experience that they're reacting to. And I, I think that a lot of people really try not to, be that person that judges, that runs away. But fear is very, very powerful. And it, it, it now, can very you, much control the situation. Do you think that, Tammy, a lot of the response to sexual abuse survivors, um, do you think that a lot of the response and people just want, you know, being so afraid of even investigating that in any form of way or, uh, uh, or, or attempting to understand or have empathy has to do a lot with our religious structures? It, oh, it could very well be. And I think we, we fall back on our religious structures to um, kind of justify the fear or explain it to us in our own way. Well, I, um, I, I can't be around you or I, or I don't find you to be a whole person because um, God told me that, you know, this was a sin. And, um, and now it's categorized, it's all neat, it's all in a nice little package for you, and, then, and they can feel like, okay, I've got it figured out and move on with their life without any thought as to how you felt about how they treated them because you are a non-person. And I, I'm sorry to say you all the time, but, you know, the victim is a non-person because it helps us who have not been victimized in that way to deal with um, our strong feelings because we don't know our full self. We don't know our entire story. We, we only know what's going on right now. Some psychics know the expanded version, but the general person who hasn't developed their psychic instincts, instincts or has developed the, the view of their soul, don't really know that what buttons are being pushed are the ones that say, I know you, I've been there, I know exactly what you're feeling, I know exactly what you've experienced, because in a past life, I have experienced that, and mm-hmm. I don't want to feel that again. So please excuse me, i got to go, you know, because they just keep running away. <laughs> It, it's it's been a you know beginning to I, I will tell you beginning to open up about the sexual abuse even just now I've done it on the whole radio so the whole world knows but um, even uh, you, you know opening up to it in the past in regards to you know like Jackie and you was such a risk in regards to because my experiences in the past 
um, have not been really that great when you open up and tell people what happened to you. I mean, I had a friend um, in college that, uh, you know, we hung out and uh, spent an enormous amount of time together, and the moment that she got pregnant and she gave birth to a, a son, she was afraid that it would even, you know, that that it would... Uh, you know, eventually come out. So just stating it is just a particular risk. And the person, the interesting thing that what people don't realize is that um, uh, being, first of all, being molested or being sexually abused doesn't make you an abuser. Um, it doesn't make you gay. Um, and the person that abused me wasn't picky about who they abused. They abused both uh, boys and girls. So um, I think that really what it comes down to for them is really more of an issue about power. But when it's happened to you and you've been on the other side of that, it's very difficult to trust and open up to people because your experiences usually are um, uh, much more uh, intense. And, uh, you know, it, it has been an incredible risk for me to uh, to do it, but it's also been very, very healing for me as well, just basically to say, you know, here it is, here are, are all the bones. I spent an enormous amount of time trying to create a particular perfect light, life so that nobody would, uh, would see anything damaging in me. But at the same time, um, uh, you know, what that ended up doing, Patty, has hurt me more than anything else. Right, right. <laughs> that was... That was a um, that was a patch rather than um, getting right into the situation and, and doing some true healing, which would be letting go yeah. of the energy that you hold. That is, I'm a victim and uh, I'm a loose cannon, and uh, I, I, I can't I can't say for sure that um, you'll accept me. So I'm I'm gonna do whatever I can. And and facades facades, you know, we eventually get through to the other side of the facade. Mm-hmm. And um, that's that's when you run the risk of like a secondary um, rejection. So we have yeah. we have I, I'm I'm trying to protect myself from a rejection or from a judgment or from uh, whatever I I expect is going to happen because you know we talked about that self fulfilling prophecy of yeah. you know, the the um, the victimizer brainwashing the victim into you know no one's going to believe you anyway that power over and. So when when you try it, it's like uh, this is the best I can do to kind of reconcile the situation for myself, and it, it's a it's a veneer, it's a, fa- a facade, and eventually it crumbles, comes down, someone sees through it, um, and then you have to explain yourself. And yeah. now you have, now you have tr- two things yeah. going on. <laughs> you have to well, work one of through. the trickiest things for 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 me, Patty, is also. Being intuitive, um, you know, and, and being um, empathic. Jackie, uh, before the show, I'm usually drinking some form of tea or something. And I'll usually tell Jackie I'm drinking, you know, this tea. I said, it, like a few weeks ago, I said, I'm drinking some third eye tea. And she's just like, well, like, you really need that. Um, uh, you know, but being so intuitive, I could easily tap into everybody around me, Patty, and be able to tell instantly what it is that I needed to create for that person so that I would feel safe. And it's one of the particular tools that I, you know, so my intuition, very, very finely attuned, and the people that, be, that do suffer from sexual abuse usually end up with extremely refined intuitions as a result of it. But uh, I found that that also was, uh, you know, a, an incredible tool, but at the same time, it was um, uh, quite destructive. <laughs> well, right, because you use this gift against yourself. 
you didn't use yeah. it to heal yourself. You used your you used it to get yourself um, through the world in a way that you perceived was to be safe. So you know, it's perfectly understandable, and we all do it, and to certain degrees, depending on how invested we are in hiding whatever it is we we want, we want to hide. Um, we had yeah. talked um, briefly about um, someone else that um, got really good with creating fantasies and creating facades because um, they weren't even in the place where they were able to say, this happened to me and I, I need to heal from this. I need to talk to someone professional about this. No, this person mm-hmm. just created a, an entire world. And whenever she met someone who wasn't buying it, she had to go away. She had to... Um, dip into a different personality or something. And so here's an extreme case where this person looks so totally lost and um, beyond help or beyond um, approach. But really, um, this person was just working the fantasy. Okay, that one's not working with this person, so we'll we'll shift into this other one. And it was all Mm -hmm. set up to avoid addressing the original wound or pain. And... Um, in spiritual healing or any kind of you know counseling that works with you on the soul level, on the spiritual level, the healing can happen and, and, it, and it comes down um, above you and, and, and works in, um, like, like light just comes in and works on many, many levels so that you can gently go into this healing and reconnect with your true self without reliving all the traumas necessarily. And it's okay. a beautiful and very gentle way to heal. Um, but depending on how how far deep you get into your fantasy, how long it's going to take, and how, how strong you're hanging on to it, too. If that fantasy yeah. becomes your reality more than real reality is, um, and you don't want to let go, it may take lifetimes before um, you finally soften that grip and say, I, I think it's a little bit safe for me to be myself again. Yeah. Uh, we have eternity. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, we have eternity, so it, it it doesn't matter. We don't need to judge each other for what's going on right now. But and and that's what I love about working spiritually because it just there there's no place to judge. It, it's it's um it's futile to judge because it's mm-hmm. because we have forever to work through our issues. Well, that's that's so very true. We can just keep Hi doing there. It over and over again. <laughs> Hi. I have a question for you, Patty. With with someone who is, you know, going through their own healing process like Storm is or or other people who are going, you know, they they're waking up to their own challenges and their own fears. How can they use um the goddesses in the book? Cuz it seems like, you know, if you go through those 12 months um and and take a month with each one, you can um kind of find that core person. You can maybe maybe undo some layers. Right. These goddesses are um, phenomenal. I I feel like um, they came into my life um, without direction from me, and and that was very beautiful for me because um, it felt empowering to have this energy come through. And and I I spoke with Storm earlier about you had taught me about how God can be a goddess too. And these goddesses were the very first time I worked with goddess energy. And... um, it was so different um, and kind of crazy at first. And these goddesses, they, they revealed myself to me. They made me cry. They made me laugh. They made me go, oh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, that's me. 
And so um, with the 12 goddesses, there is something different in for your life or for any aspect of your personality or well, however things are manifesting for you to look at and work with and get to the truth again. And so, for example, we have um, Goddess Kathleen who works with careers and um, helps you to look at uh, your job as a potential for being your life's work, the, the reason that your soul came here to this earth, and somehow marry how you're going to make a living with doing your soul's work. And I thought that was really a, really a clever way to help people along their karmic path so that they can continue to um, create dharma and then continue to resolve past karma and make a living too because we, we need to have some money, some energy coming back into us to sustain us that way in, in this material world. And then we zip over to Anna, the goddess of empowerment, and she's all about bringing us to the point where stop battling with our self-worth, stop looking for others to say, hey, you're pretty cool, you're great, you're smart, whatever, and know that truth within ourselves without looking for anyone else to to validate us. So um, Anna just really challenges, um, so how... How do you feel about yourself? And let's get back into what's real. And what's real is the power of love, and that's what empowerment is, is to love yourself to the point where no one can take you down, no matter what they do to your body, no matter how much they try to demean you or change your mind, brainwash you into thinking something about yourself. When you are empowered, none of that touches you for real, forever. It's just transient. Now, with in working with these goddesses, you have meditations on there, and and um, you have um, different things to do. But but and you've been really going through them as well, haven't you? I have. They they have um, not been a figment of my imagination at all. They have been very quite real for me. And um, this entire book was about my healing journey. The entire from from A to Z, you know, writing, doing the research, meeting the goddesses, um, developing the meditations, how the goddesses were laid out in the book, was all one part of my healing, which was finding my voice and getting my message out. And now, the marketing, the launching, the having these interviews, doing the blogs is like phase two of my healing, which was to actually come out and love myself enough to be empowered enough to say, yeah, I wrote that book, and it's a really good book. Because and it is. Hey, this is a really good <laughs> book, and it's beautiful, means I'm saying that I'm a good person, I have something to share, and I'm beautiful. And, and it was just a physical manifestation of what I needed to do for myself. That's, I love that. I love that it's not just, I mean, this really is, um, really is a healing journey for everybody. Uh, one quick question, we're going to take a break. Is which one is the which goddess is the one for careers again? On quickly. Kathleen, <laughs> not Kathleen, Jessica. I screwed it up. Jessica. I'm sorry. Jessica's all about the career. Kathleen's about gardening. Oh, I love it. I love it. And and um and when we come back from the break, we'll talk about you know where you got the where you got the names from because okay. it is so. I, I of course the story is close to me too, but 
I um <laughs> if uh it, it it was so true. It was so true and and poignant. So do not touch that dial. We're going to be right back with a few more questions from Patty Shaw and we're going to come back with some hot tips for you and and um well maybe hot tips or or conversations or all kinds of different things. So we'll be back in a flash. And hold on for a little bit of Katy Perry. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag drifting through the wind, wanting to start again? Do you ever feel just so paper thin, like a house of cards, one broken cave in?
and we are back live with Keep It Magic Radio. So if you have a question for Patty Shaw, pick up the phone and give us a call at 760-539-3235. And if you have enjoyed this show, please like us on Blog Talk Radio and um, at the top of the page, and um, that way you'll get notification when our show is coming on. If you want Keep It Magic on the go, go to iTunes, and in the search box, type in Keep It Magic, and you'll get a quick download of all of our archives as well as this show. And subscribe to the show, and I'll just keep showing up in your in your um, iTunes box. You can listen to the show as many times as you want. And if, you're, if you don't have iTunes, you can go to KeepItMagic.com and check out our archives there and look at it whenever you want. The show is sponsored by your patronage to our sponsor. Check out CoventryCreations.com. Where magic always happens. So we're back with Patty Shaw, and Patty, I would love for you to tell us how the names of the goddesses came about. Okay, uh, I love this story too because it um, it's just so cute. So um, I started out with um, needing to come up with twelve qualities or twelve areas where we could we need to heal or work on or improve um, and be successful in. So I wrote all those qualities on uh, three-by-five cards and put them face down. And, and so I used my, my, my instincts, my psychic senses, and uh, put my hand slowly over all the cards. I said, okay, who's be January? Who will be February? Who will be March? And on and on until I got all 12 qualities assigned to the month. And it, it made this nice healing journey through the year because they seem to like build on on the previous lesson and it's like wow that was easy and I really liked that <laughs> so um, I said like, well these goddesses have to have names because that's going to make it personal that's going to ma- make them be uh, a, a goddess that we can relate to and um, you had said make them modern you know and because I was whining complaining about I don't relate to those old goddesses uh, Rome and you don't and Greece and what? You don't? I don't. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, She's a very modern woman. Yeah, I'm gonna get a lightning okay. bolt right between the yeah. eyes. I don't know. But the um, about to hit you now, Athena. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, but you know what? I fixed that. Don't worry about me, Storm. I fixed that. I asked these goddesses to upgrade, to modernize. Let's be modern day goddesses because we're modern people. We might not need to have a goddess with six arms named Kali who's going to explode you or explode the situation to oblivion or whatever she did to make changes. So Kali upgraded to Kristen, goddess of shadows and light. And then Kristen is a niece. I have enough nieces to make all of these 12 goddesses modern-day goddesses now, these are babies, toddlers, grade schoolers, all different ages, and so they all got attached, all of their names got attached to a goddess in my book. So they're all in the family. We're related to all these goddesses, Jackie and I are. And um, it has been such a joy to watch these young ladies grow up and literally show me that I, again, had nothing to do with picking the names of the goddesses. They are such a beautiful manifestation of these goddesses in this book. It's like, again, I didn't assign the names (laughs) uh, (laughs) purposefully. Everything just, like, flowed through me. 
And it's like, well, that was fun and easy. <laughs> it became Which a game, like, but it really, as watching them grow and watching them become their amazing young women that they are, they really, the name and the quality fit. Don't they? Um, and it, so it's just, it's just been amazing watching that. And so um, it really was, coming at, looking at it from the other side now, it really was divine. It, it really was. was. Was divine, and so in it, and they're and they're very twenty first century energies too. And the way life is different in the twenty first century than it was like in the seventeenth century, just a little bit. I mean, we have flushing toilets; it's great. Um, oh, we have Google. <laughs> we, we don't have Google. to be we don't have to be mystified by anything. Just Google it. So, <laughs> all this information at our fingertips. Google but, you is know, let's the world's at, at, guide. <laughs> what did you say, Storm? So, Google is the world's spirit guide. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> exactly. So before know we before we go into the, the, the pitch of your um of your book launch on the fifth and everything that, that people get from it if they if they um opt into it, would you like to take to see if there's any questions for you? We have several callers on the line and I'd love to see if somebody has a question for Patty. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Well we're gonna go I'm curious to see this one, so Athena's mind. Um, you're on. Did you have a question for Patty? Athena? See, okay. I've, I've insulted the goddess of the olden days. <laughs> I'm so sorry, <laughs> Athena. Well, we're gonna go. Um, we're gonna go to nine five one. Um, how it, how can Patty help you? Did you have a question for Patty today? Oh, oh no, I'm just listening. Thank you. Oh, wonderful. That's the beauty about calling in. Um, you can call in and listen on your phone while you're driving if you can't um, get to a computer. So we're going to go one more. We're going to give one more chance here. And so we're going to go to 954. Did you 954, Did you have a question for Patty? Uh, I, was I was just listening but, also. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, this is great. Patty, you have a lot of dedicated listeners right now. Um, listening to um, the show here, so and I've noticed that everyone is just enraptured with everything that you and Storm have been talking about, and you've really, um, you've really hit a lot of nerves. This is great, and and hopefully in a good way. To, yeah, uh, you know what it was. It was it was really looking at people were looking at, you know, their their own participation in their own lives. It was it's been interesting to watch on the on the chat room. So now tell us about the book launch on the 5th. The book launch coming up on the 5th is um, the drive to um, create the Healer's Almanac into something that is going to be number one and paid attention to and give it some credibility so a lot of people who are on the fence about alternative um, healing and modalities can have a little more confidence that this is some, some really juicy information and, and really valuable so on the 5th, if you um, go to healingwithpattyshaw.com, one of the um, toggles at the top in the menu will say launch bonuses, and you'll want to um, click on that, and then you'll have instructions on how to um, purchase the book and all the free gifts that you're going to get by purchasing on the 5th. And the whole point is to get a whole mass of people to um, collectively shop on the 5th. 
And um, the, the free gifts are awesome. I'm personally giving away um, audios of all the goddess meditations so that you can just have the experience of sitting down, listening to the meditation, and just rolling with it instead of worrying about reading it, trying to memorize it, and, and you know, how hard it is to read and meditate at the same time. It's nearly impossible. So that's my gift to you. <laughs> and then I have um, ten other um, uh magnificent, brilliant uh, people in the healing field that are life coaches and um, other healers and authors and people who have um, products that you can um, collect to help you in any way that you feel that you need support or help. And and these experts are, are handpicked by me and they're amazing, amazing people. Um, if you go to my website today and go to launch bonuses um, toggle or on the menu, you'll be asked to sign up for a reminder letter. And if you do that today, you'll get another free gift, which is five audios from my Get Healthy, Stay Healthy seminar that I did a couple months back, which, again, is a ton of great information about alternative healing. And I interviewed um, four other um, healers in the field. And we had a ni- really nice conversations about what they do and uh, what can you c- expect from working with them and uh, that is basically it. Um, just healing with pattyshaw.com and launch bonuses, and it's really pretty easy to follow um, the prompts as to what to do. You just you know, go into the opt-in and sign in, and we've got free prizes coming to you. <laughs> well, and this is for January 5th, so this is two days away. Yeah, just in a couple and of days. And I am so excited that we are the show that you did. I'm honored that we're the show that you did right before your launch. And I know who her, who her blog buddy is tomorrow. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> you like that to dorm form? He's my blog buddy tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I that love means it. That, I um, love it. I love, Patty, I, I love how you've shown us um, another layer of community. You really... Um, You've really connected with this community and and shown me how when people work together and come together um, more it, it it becomes gestalt it becomes um, more than the sum of its parts so I'm really yeah, it's, it's beautiful I, I'm, I'm so excited to to be a part of the fifth and and watch it happen and I'm learning so much from you um, in this process and I'm I am. As your sister and business partner and and friend, I am just so proud and tickled that, that this oh, is going on. Oh, thank you. Get up. And and Jackie gave me new slippers for to wear during my book launch because I am going to be there watching uh, the numbers. Is it going to be on the Kindle, Patty? What? Is it on the Kindle? Is it going to be on the Kindle? It is going to be on the Kindle. I'm going to uh, work on that project after the launch. I okay. couldn't do both at the same time. It was too much for my little brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Patty, so much for being here with us. And, and um, you know, if, for people who are listening, our worlds are so small that Patty's going to now leave the other office that's next to this one that I'm talking in and then come back <laughs> yeah. into mine <laughs> in, a, in a few minutes. So I get to see her all the time, and um, I am the lucky one for that. So I'll, I guess I'll see you in a few minutes, Patty. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Storm. Thank you, Jackie. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. Okay. Uh, you know, again, Patty's my favorite person. How can how can she not be? 
Do you believe that Patty and I have been working together for nearly 20 years? That's the thought. And and we get closer every year. I'm thinking that this is a future reality show, the real candle makers of uh, of Ferndale. (laughs) And in the season finale, I want to see the Jackie Patty Smackdown. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to happen. You know, in the limo, pulling each other's hair out of their head, you know. Not gonna happen. Oh, you know what happens if we get snippy with each other? What? We get quiet. That does not make good reality TV. I know. That's why you all will never get cast. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, this has been a powerful show for you, my friend. Yes. It has, and I'm I'm uh. I'm I'm blown away by you and your bravery and and um and you know what what you chose to share with all of us but at the same time you know in the end of the day we still all have to just put our underwear on one leg at a time right yeah <laughs> that is if you wear it. <laughs> I have too much Virgo in my chart not to wear. <laughs> He always forgets that I'm a Leo. So. <laughs> I know that's so funny. I keep thinking you're one of us Virgos, but I got so much Virgo in my chart. I think I get ricocheted back. And you just <laughs> resonate with my Virgo. <laughs> yeah, I bring out Virgo. Well, where are you? You know, we're both Libra rising. That's what. Yeah. That's how we. That's why we get along so well. Is because we all want to. We want to be well. How do you feel about it? Well, no, it's up to you. We're like, um, what are those two chipmunks, um, Chip and Dale? Yeah. Well, you see, you would never want Jackie and I to be the two people that decide what you're having for dinner, because this will be Jackie and I. So what do you want to eat? No, well, well, whatever you would like. No, really, what would you like? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's kind of true. It's kind of true. But um, so, what's our takeaways today, Storm? What is your takeaway? Because you have you are the biggest one here with the, you know, your the most work you did. I, I think that my biggest takeaway in regards to this particular show and talking about uh, sexual molestation and child, uh, sexual child abuse is that, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what other people think. Well, amen. I like that statement. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what other people think, but yet we strive for their approval. Mm-hmm. We strive for their approval. So... Um, Honey, that got me into this position. uh, (laughs) But the one thing that I've learned is that, um, and actually Patty's one of the people who taught this to me, um, um, the the gentlest um, in in our healing. Because, you know, I'm so lucky. I have Patty here with me every day, and there are days where it's therapy days, and it's, um, we just did that the other day, and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of derailing our day. And she goes, no, this is part of us doing business. Part of us doing business is we have to um, be good about who we are and what's going on and, and be strong. And one thing that in, in her gentle way, in her healing way, she helped me understand is that, yes, we're striving for approval from, from the world, one person at a time. But the the healthy thing to do is determine whether that person is worthy for your energy. Uh-huh. So is that a worthy person to go for their approval? And when they are, um, you can absolutely be yourself. Um, and that's, and, you know, today I just met um, 
a group of women. It's so funny. I, I love living in Ferndale. I don't even think I told you about this today. I love living in Ferndale because I, I a friend of mine invited me to breakfast um, Tuesday mornings. A bunch of women get together for breakfast, and, and I was a little hesitant about going, but I really like uh, my friend Bridget, and I went. And all of these women are healers, yoga instructors, spiritual teachers, um, you know, on on an alternative healing journey in one way or the other. And I was just like, oh, jackpot, you know. But they're all, um, you know how when you, you get together with friends and, and people get snarky and we all laugh about being snarky? This group of women got together and we all laughed about honoring each other. Uh-huh. We, all, we were all laughing about... Um, Wow, you did a great job with that. Oh, my God, you're amazing. And so it was the, and maybe it was just because the first time I met them all, but it was, I was like, this exists? This exists and it's and it's genuine. And um, that was an amazing takeaway today on, on that is that, you know what, if I wait until I find people who are, are we're worthy of each other, uh, it, it's kind of cool. I thought that was pretty pretty awesome today, and you know I I got to have a fried egg sandwich, and I always love that. A fried egg sandwich? Oh yeah, have you never had one? No, how do you make one? Well, you fry an egg. Yeah. And you put it between two pieces of bread. Oh, that's it. Well, you get some cheese on there. Sometimes you throw some bacon on there, um, but uh, you know it's got to be good bread though. Oh, okay. None of this Wonder Bread stuff. It's got to be like a they don't even make Wonder Bread anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they make something that looks like Wonder Bread. That's for sure. <laughs> um, when I was a kid, we get a you know we get a sandwich, Wonder Bread, mayonnaise, and bologna. I can't, I can't believe I'm still alive. I mean, they, they would sit in my locker for what three, four hours. Yeah. And then and then you can just like you can squish it down to nothing. <laughs> well, you could take a piece of Wonder Bread and roll it up into a ball, and it would bounce off of a wall. Yeah, I remember doing that. I learned that the hard way in food fights. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just you know, I'm I'm always a sucker for a good coffee and breakfast. So, if you want to get on my good side, invite me out for breakfast. Uh, uh Tara is saying it's great on the Kaiser roll. The, the fried egg. egg, not the Wonder Bread, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. We have yeah. some really interesting shows coming up. We do. We have, um, uh, and you have the list. Um, we, <laughs> I have a sudden lost what I'm talking about. Yeah, we have, next week is going to be what to do when your New Year's resolution fails. That'll be interesting. We um, have a little prepping to do for that one, my dear. It, well, mine, ha- mine hasn't failed because I don't do any. Um, <laughs> Part of it, <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be the, the subtitle for that show is "Clearing Blocks to Your Goals." Um, on January the seventeenth, we have Dorothy Morrison that's going to be joining us to talk about prosperity magic. On January the twenty-fourth, we have um, Lorian from Sacred Myths that's going to be on with us to talk about Imbolc, um, and. We have on the 31st of January um, a show that's going to be about debt relief spells. And in March, Raven Digitalis will be on with us. I know. And I'm, we have we have some really great people coming on. We have um, 
uh, Christopher Penzik is going to join us um, later on this year, early in the spring, I should say. And um, it's it's I'm excited. Dorothy, the whole month of February. The whole month of February is Dorothy Morrison because we decided February was Dorothy Morrison month. You know why we decided it? Because we are the deciders. <laughs> Because <laughs> we're the deciders. <laughs> and she is so great to have on the show, and it's just gonna be, um, it's just gonna be a lot of fun. And so, you know what? You're gonna have to make sure you use the bathroom before you listen to the show in February, because you are gonna be laughing. Well, that just failed on that one. I got nothing out of you, Storm. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> it's like there was no laughing on that one. Come it on. Was, it's hilarious. I mean, the... Uh, did uh, you stop breathing? You were laughing so hard quietly. Weren't you? <laughs> well, Dorothy reminds me of like... Um, uh, Paula Dean? The Paula Dean of witchcraft, yeah, except that her spells aren't 3,000 calories a small dish. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dorothy. We were talking the other day. Um, I was, I was following up with something on her and um, about it, and, I, and we were talking about our nationality. And and um, I have, I my father says, I he's Native American. He's like one sixteenth Native American. So he has one drop. So one drop. So that means I'm one thirty second Native American. So you have a half a drop. So, I mean, that's like my left pinky nail. Yeah. And so I said to her, I, I said, and I said it just like this, Dorothy, I'm about as Native American as I am Southern woman. <laughs> she, said, she goes, well, darling, <laughs> I'm from I will make you an honorary Southern woman because I think you earned it. <laughs> I love Dorothy so much. <laughs> I love her so much, too. I, I, I. Can't help but have an amazing smile on my face whenever I, I hang up the phone with her, and and I'm so grateful that not only do we do business together, but she has become a dear friend, and um, and you know that's I you know this world that I've stepped into um, of late, really stretching my wings and and meeting more people in more places and and taking more risks and and taking more making myself more vulnerable to people, and that's conversation that you and I've had lately. Uh-huh. It's really so far. It's really worked out for me. Because, you know, I'm using that I'm using that little rule of thumb is, you know, um are you is your behavior, is your energy is it worthy of of my vulnerability? Yeah. And that's p- panned out for me. And I have, you know, I have um uh Ellen Mary who's uh just an amazing tarot reader who she's become a dear friend of mine too and and um you know have you and just so many people that that I've that I've uh connected with Yeah, so, definitely. Um so I am I am much be- I am much more pleased with my people choices as of late as well. So <laughs> <laughs> It's been it's been pretty fun. It's been pretty fun uh, uh, checking new stuff out, new, doing new things. Now, Storm, some of the stuff that we're going to be writing about coming up, just to tease everybody, um, you and I are writing about um, the Blessed Herbal Candles yes. and astrology. Yes. And the Blessed Herbal Candles and um, tarot. 
Yes. And the Blessed Herbal Candles in numerology. Yes. So we're with this 20-year anniversary, um, we, we really, I mean, I've used all, we both use the Blessed Herbal Candles in all those different categories. So um, I remember um, that, uh, you know, that, just remember that not everybody does what I do with it. So it's been fun talking to you about it, and we got some big writing coming up, don't we? Yeah. That's why do you think I'm taking these courses? <laughs> <laughs> so we have, um, so we have the. If you are definitely go to on on January fifth, I'm going to remind everybody another time because um, shameless plugs for my favorite person, uh-huh. Patty Shaw. Go to Healing with Patty Shaw on. January 5th. Put it in your smartphones right now. Get out your calendar, plug it in, and and um, go to her book launch on January um, January uh, 5th, and then um, be a part of that. And then, hey, check us out on the com and CoventryCreations.com where you can find um, my book, Coventry Magic. I think you should have both books, really, because when you put them side by side... You can watch the vortex of energy start. <laughs> I thought that that was just the scent. <laughs> well, that too. Hey, let me tell you something. You order, you order the book through Amazon. It still ends up coming from our factory, so it still smells amazing. You're gonna get the best scented healer's almanac ever. I know. And um, and then the Coventry Magic, you order that. Um, although the Coventry Magic doesn't smell great on Amazon because they have their own inventory of it. But if you order yeah. it from Coventry or Candlewick Shop, you just all you have to do is like like uh, fan those pages. <laughs> I know. I use it for potpourri in, in my bedroom. <laughs> and we, <laughs> you do, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were. I, I think we were talking about that just a couple of days. You couldn't get a hold of me. You just started a fan on the book in front of your face. No, I actually I couldn't get a hold of you, so I put it under my pillow and I went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I I have to say you're my first person that's ever needed my book as a security blanket. <laughs> it's like the, I'm like Linus with the with the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this month. Oh, by the way, this month I'm going to be at the end of this month. Patty and I are going to be at Higher Self in Traverse City. Um, doing, we're both teaching classes. And what is a Traverse City? What is Traverse City, or where is? What is a Traverse City? Traverse City, Michigan, is like the best ski town in Michigan. Oh, cool! Um, it might even be snowy up there. <laughs> this has been a weird winter where we have no snow down here, and I think, I do think, um, Ricky has snow up there from what last time she said. So we'll be bringing our muckalucks. But um, yeah, it's a. It's a beautiful town. Traverse City is a lovely vacation town. So, yes, even though it's about four hours north of Detroit, there are lovely vacation spots. <laughs> Definitely. So, well, you know, Storm, we're we're wrapping up another show. Yes, we are. Always amazing. We get through it and, and, and lickety-split, and there's always more to talk about. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, that means we leave you hanging till next week. Yes. <laughs> so, we're going to leave you with what's our what's our closing? I'm sexy and I know it. What? <laughs> I'm sexy and I know it. <laughs> oh, so we're going to leave you with I'm sexy and I know it, and 
um, which, as I pause for a minute, say Storm will find that song for us and start it. <laughs> <laughs> and what do they need to do, Jackie? They need to keep it magic. Yeah. <laughs> 